Joga Benito, Nogamit, Yalpal, Kualon Kafa, Bola Sepak. Whatever you call it, football is the world game. And 32 nations are descending on Russia in search of the ultimate prize. Argentina, Brazil, Germany, England. These are countries that have held the World Cup aloft. But this show isn't about those countries. This show is about the dark horses, the long shots, the battlers with a fistful of hope and a heart full of pride. This is Metallica, colon, minnows versus the world. Colon, roundabout to Russia. Hello and welcome to Medallica, colon, Minnows versus the World, colon, roundabout to Russia. It's really early in the morning. It's so early in the morning and I am super jacked <laughs> on all, all of the liquor. It is post the Australia v France opener to the World Cup and we are joined by our small but loyal studio audience. Makes it, make some noise. Literally two dudes that we know. We brought him into the dungeon. Why? I don't know. Don't, don't ask rhetorical questions. <laughs> but you are you are joined by uh, by Ask Us and Rig and our uh, studio audience, which is uh, Gordo and Rex. So let's let's unpack this. Dive into it. What a fantastic win for Australia, wasn't it? Just it's great. And my favourite part about it was that we won and certainly did not lose. Yes, because as we said before the proceedings, we we, we said this through our social media channels. A a draw was a win. A win was obviously a win. Yeah, a win's a national holiday. A win is a national holiday. A, a, a draw is a win, but a narrow loss also a win. Is also a win. It was two one France. Off some dog shit calls. Which we'll get into later. Which we'll get into later, but that is 100% a win for Australia. So we've come up with a system, and it's a handicapping system, whereby if you've gotten to a World Cup final, then you start with a one-goal handicap. Correct. If you've won a World Cup, you start with a two-goal handicap. They've done both those things. They sure have, which means that theoretically Australia won... Uh, one goal to minus two. <laughs> you goddamn right. By by my uh my very basic maths. I only did general maths in high school, so I cannot tell <laughs> you whether, no that's whether that's correct. All right, so let's start from the top. Yes. Very happy with the play of uh, various members of the Australian squad. Let's yes. start off with yeah, the Moyes, aka yeah, Aaron Moyes. My God, this bloke was playing very, very defensively for a midfielder. The only reason why I know that is because someone told me that. <laughs> and I didn't know that that was an actual thing that happened. And he was just like, yes, he's playing very well. He usually plays a more attacking role. And I said, mm, yes, of course. <laughs> all I saw was him taking all of our free kicks. So I assumed that he was our most potent attacking weapon. But at the same time, looks like Voldemort. Slash uh, the burnt, uh, mm. scarred figure in V for Vendetta yes. that hulks his way out of the wreckage of a factory. Yeah. However, he plays much like exactly those two things, uncompromising, <laughs> hey. giving zero fucks, <laughs> and with a vengeance for the public. Yeah, he does play like Edward Norton's long-lost brother from American History X, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> he he just knows what to do and when to do it because I know none of those things. <laughs> and he's but no, he actually he he did very very well 
defending defending the movement throughout the midfield. Um, as again, someone you told idiot. me, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm just stringing <laughs> words together. <laughs> You've had a few beers, but you'll find a drive. I've had drive. S- I mean, I've not had drive. So many beers. <laughs> so let's move on to the Balkan barista, Miller Jednak. Yes, who, the res- Millet High Club, <laughs> responsible, my for, man, responsible for our only goal tonight. But what a goal! What a fantastic goal! I mean, when when someone tells you, hey. Take a, a fucking kick at this ball from 12 metres out. It's You're gonna not take 12, it. it's like two. It's it- definitely three, but <laughs> it's just, look, let's not split hairs here. He went up and he fucking put it through and he literally went to the corner post flag and decided to make a latte in midair. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. It's one of those things, though, where... Uh, I am amazed whenever anybody kicks a goal in soccer because it's just a rare occurrence. So even when it's put on the spot and it's three metres out from the goals and the goal looks like it is a kilometre wide from that distance, you've still got to convert. You Clutch do. kick. He uh, he had the weight of a nation on his uh, broad beard. Broad beard. <laughs> <laughs> the weight. Yes, yes, the weight of a nation in his bristles. <laughs> so there's a, there's two, but the real question was, where in the world is Tim Kale? Where is that dude? Because we had a chat about this heading into the World Cup and uh, Bart Van Mauer. Pretty sure it's Bert, but let's Bert, run with Bart. Bert Van he literally has no idea what to do with the 38-year-old superstar, which is such a redundant <laughs> term. He, the Millwall Methuselah. Everyone was expecting this bloke to check in, and then someone told me in the middle of the game, no, that was the third substitution. I'm like, what does that matter? And he said, there's only three, and I'm like, what? I, so basically, I for one think that's a horseshit rule. So basically, we just need to know what the fucking rules are. <laughs> Because I don't know them. <laughs> you'd you'd think though, in a clutch game where there's only one goal in it, and uh, Australia was creating. There's always only one goal in it. This is soccer. <laughs> you take that back. Five nil Russia. <laughs> in one of the most match fixed uh, horseshit handshake brown paper bag uh, World Cup fixtures of all time. But literally, why stop there? Why not investigate this? <laughs> this one was. This one was. Bullshit. Investigate this. This this one was bullshit, and the reason it was bullshit is that when you've got uh, a a point at which there are French people in the crowd when it's a draw, openly sobbing, weeping. <laughs> mm. <laughs> literally crying cheese in the stands. <laughs> there's, there's just brie coming out of tear ducts, <laughs> and people looking around <laughs> saying, "At what point will this pain stop?" Yeah, and uh, and Australians are saying, "You know what." A draw at half time for us. Uh, we tweeted directly at we did. Emmanuel Macron. We did just a sobbing Frenchman uh, emoji. P.S. Uh, on the other side, Malcolm Turnbull tweeted at the Socceroos, being like, "Can we get a couple more goals during That's the match?" Fu- no, no, no. He, he he tweeted that like beforehand, and uh. it's just like, "Yeah, sweet. We also want a functional government, but here we are." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you, you can't be making any sorts of demands right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, he's better than his predecessors. I've seen that he can actually bowl a cricket ball on a length. Amazing. As opposed to Howard, who managed to hit himself in the cock. He's better than his predecessors. He's better than a literal scarecrow in a field. <laughs> Yikes. All right. So, uh, VAR. Yeah. So there's there's one thing that we need to we need to look at, and you mentioned it earlier, and um, it, you you had an analogy, which is that um, your lessons from previous relationships with women <laughs> were that you make a decision and you stick to it. That's it. You've got to say it. You got you got to you got to make a decision, and you've got to say it with enough conviction that it sticks. And my response was what I've learnt from my previous relationships is that bringing video evidence in does not help (laughs) (laughs) ever and at any time. Oh, no. It's just one of those weird ones where watching a soccer referee who is already clearly corrupt. Yes. Let's just put that on the table early. You don't even need to put it on the table. It's literally a tablecloth. (laughs) It's like (laughs) the foundation of the game. People expect it. It's right there. It's on the table. So one bloke who holds all of the power. Yes. A dictator, if you will. I definitely will. And so he's there looking at what appears to be a small iPad, (laughs) which is showing repeatedly a pixelated image of nothing, and then comes out, flips a coin, spins a chocolate wheel, and goes... Free kick France. <laughs> Penalty France. <laughs> it's it's like uh, the 2016 AFL season, but sub in France for Western Bulldogs. So we we have known about the VAR system. I love how they... Uh, for about giving, 12 yeah, minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but giving us a, a new acronym for something that we've had for 30-odd years yeah. in our local leagues. Video. Uh, so... They've come in and they've they've instituted this system and we've just been like, well, this could prove to be problematic in, in football. And by football, I mean soccer, which is what we're watching and we have no expertise in. But they obviously have no idea. So they've gone the, the full... They've gone the full rectangle. The referee has put his hands up. He's drawn the rectangle in the air. Yep. And you've just Space gone... geometry. And you've just gone... Oh. But they're like... With soccer, it's like you're looking for something. And there is so there are so many opportunities for someone to just fucking nick a bit of contact, as did Antoine Griezmann, a.k.a. the Grease Man, a.k.a. Inside Job. This fucking dude, like, clipped his own heel because he knew where the fucking... Uh, where the where, where the the Defender foot was. the foot was of Josh Risden, uh, and it was a horseshit, and I cannot believe that was an actual penalty. I, I still can't believe it. I can because we found out halfway through the game that legendary Olympic diver Greg Luganis was an assistant coach for the French team. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's fucked because you look at it and go, as soon as contact happens, then the French and the all of the European uh, teams actually. We were watching the Argentinian-Iceland game. One all. Yes, One the all. minnows. Calm the Vikings. Yes, the minnows. And you could see the Argentinians doing it as well. They feel contact and they go to ground. Yeah. That's not the way the Australians play. And I feel like we can't keep pretending that that's not the way soccer is. Because and, we, we won't win that way. And In our and, limited knowledge of soccer, we cannot keep trying to take the moral high ground on this. 
and instead try and put bricks through people off I just, play. I, I just want to make a I just want to make a, a public service announcement to people who might be tuning in here who aren't Australian, which is a, a very small subset of people that listen to this podcast. It's like two people in Nepal and one person in Spain. Fine, but the thing is, we don't play that shit. <laughs> it's like it's like if you if you if you try to come at us, we are gonna drop you. But also, we're just going to slightly nudge you and you're going to fall to ground because we play fucking physical. It's who we are as a people. Yeah. Look, there were a couple of moments where I saw solidly built Australian defenders approaching French guys and I went, you know what? I could actually end somebody in a real sporting way, not yeah. in a soccer way where you're going to go to go, go to ground, but in a way where someone could actually have their life extinguished from their eyes on international television, and we didn't. P.S. Shout out to the people's bitch, Lucas Hernandez. <laughs> the French. You are an absolute weak dog. You are the worst. This bloke literally went down more times than Jenna Jameson in the 90s. <laughs> this bloke was the pits. I was just like, are you actually kidding me? This guy was on the grass all the fucking time. I could not believe it. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was lighting up like a 15-year-old from the Blue Mountains. So it was a weird one where... So the the French scored early through uh, through Griezmann, through that, uh, that penalty Dog kick. Dog shit penalty. Uh, yeah. Then... Obviously, Australia could have gone to water, but instead goes back the other way. Yep. Spot kick. Yep. Very justified. Bearded barista. Because uh, I believe, was it, uh, I don't know who the, the French defender was, but he effectively decided to dust and Fletcher it into the stands and clearly touched his fist inside the penalty area. Spot kick. Balkan barista puts it through. Yep. One all. That's that's pretty deep in the game by that point. Yeah, he did the old Miley Cyrus, put your hands up, singing my song, nothing's going to stop me now, <laughs> party in the USA, sort of hands up shit. Yeah. And uh, and it clipped him right on on the hand. Yep, yep, he dead set fisted it. Uh, so it then got to a point where with about 20 minutes to go, we were already feeling like this was a win. And uh, and you start to get cocky. I was wa- and, and, I was walking and, to the bar, confident. I was walking to the bar with ten minutes to go, wanting to get another jug of beer. That's where and, I was. And they said, "Sir, I think you may have had enough." <laughs> no, but like you know, when people ask you that sort of shit, they were like, you know, where were you when the Iraq War happened? And I was just like, but this is like literally exactly like that, except. And, and, and you also said. I was at the bar. I was literally about to get a jug. <laughs> so it turns out the defender who uh, decided to um, try and send the ball into outer space was none other than Samuel Umtiti. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So then it comes down to the end of the uh, of the game. The Aussies, in hindsight, uh, Bert m- could have gone a little more defensive than uh, than we did. Chucked a couple of numbers uh, behind the ball. Maybe just, I don't know, because the clock keeps running, uh, buried the footy. Like, just make a hole, put it in there, put the dirt back on top. Someone has to go and get another ball. Like, it, any of those things would have been fine. 
I gotta say, uh, neither of us know about football Go on. or its formations sure. or the way it works. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, I don't know how that's a segue, but shut up. So the thing is that I expected uh, a bit bit more than a dog shit half volley from Paul Pogba to to go to cross over the line. Matt Ryan was behind behind the people's trading. He he done he done everything. No, but it's like I like that came from nothing. It was like it was done from like thirty-five yards out, and I was like, "Really, this is the chink in the armor." Well, that sort of brings us to the point. And uh, you mentioned earlier that FIFA was investigating the uh, the Russia Saudi Arabia game, and yes. that maybe they should have a look at this. If yes, you, if you look at the footage back, you can see quite distinctly that the the soccer ball is pulled towards the net and then comes back into the field of play. Now. I'm no physics-knowing guy, but I that never seems, said you were. But that yes, seems go very on. much like what would happen if you had a magnet inside a ball. I don't believe in magnets. Pulled, you pulled it towards the the goal, and then you reverse that magnet, pushed it back out. Everything that you said, yes. <laughs> so, vis a vis, a win's a win. You cheating fucks. We'll take a draw as a win or a narrow loss as a win. It's but de- also, a loss is a win. It, but we'll it, take an actual win. Everything that you just said, I agree with. <laughs> because I've had quite a few sherbets. You're but fine. Here's, but here's the thing. Australia, uh, they they went into a huddle real quick. After the result of the game, the was good the, to see. the cheating referee who got a payment from the French uh, really like after he called the game, he uh, the, the the Australians got into a huddle, they got into a they got into a circle, paganistic if you will, uh, and they got around each other and they said, and you could see Mila Yedonak, the captain, the people's captain, he got around them and he said, boys, this isn't the end, this is just the beginning. He said, we, we are here uh, for a few games. And France was, to be fair, and I don't know if I speak for everyone, but I'm just going to assume that because I'm arrogant like that. But that was the hardest game of the group. And to come out of there 2-1 down, a narrow loss, huge for the boys. Yeah. So I want to... They, they deserve the draw, though. Oh, didn't they? And I want to quickly talk about the referee. So his name is uh, Andreas Kuna. Sweet. Where does he live? Uruguay. Amazing. Montevideo. Get a plane. So it does not surprise me that he grabbed us by the balls because we realized one day ago oh, that... Don't tell me. Luis Suarez. Don't tell me. In Uruguay versus Egypt has effectively grabbed his opponent directly on the cock. That guy has then gone to ground and everybody's gone, vintage Suarez, you rat-faced racist. <laughs> rat-faced killer, as I call him. <laughs> he's he's tried to rip another piece of anatomy. It's like he's going around to each World Cup and going, got to catch them all, catch them all, got to catch them all, Pokemon, but with anatomy. <laughs> so he's trying to bite the face off people at... Uh, at uh, South Africa, 
He's decided that he's this time just going to try and collect the gonads of different opponents. That was fucked. I saw the photo. He looked like he was pulling down like he was a truck driver on the I-95. Map, <laughs> <laughs> map. All right. So, now that we've seen the, uh, the dust settle... There, obviously, there's still Peru Denmark to come in uh, a couple of hours' time. By the time you listen to this, it will have been a two-all draw based on <laughs> absolutely nothing. Let's hope one of these teams loses because I feel like that would be better for us. It would be great. Um, so, Crackle the Clairvoyant has picked Russia and France thus far. Both of those teams won. So, Crackle God damn is it. two and zero. Oh. Khan the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, Crackle. She is uh, right in and around all the predictions, and that is two and zip. So we're going to be bringing some more of those on our weekly show, which is dropping on Tuesday morning. I really hope we haven't fucked that calendar up. <laughs> well, Because we've already done it once. <laughs> Look... I would recommend that if you are a fan of this podcast, you look at your podcast app each day because it might be there. We don't know. You don't know. Like an orphan at Christmas, look at the tree every day and just wait until something appears. What the actual shit is that sort of advice? Well, it's the only advice that I can hang my hat on. You do not own a hat. <laughs> no. Not, not with this haircut. <laughs> All right. So from here, Australia uh, next up game, Denmark next week. Australia are next up game. Next what? up game, Denmark. Denmark. Soccer. Which is how people pronounce it. Foosball. Mm. It's all happening. So yes. we have our weekly cast coming out on Tuesday morning. We it's going to be the best. We have our uh, preview show for Australia v Denmark coming out on Wednesday morning. We're only going to be semi-sober at that point. You will never be sober ever again. I looked into your eyes, and it's literally like looking straight through a bottle of scotch. You did not look you into both cloudy, of my eyes at cloudy, the same time. brown eyes. You, you did not look into both of my eyes at the same time, because they were both looking in different directions, you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> you, you wouldn't know, because I haven't seen you focus on anything for the last three hours. Oh, heavy, but fair. <laughs> anyway... We are going to leave that where it is. Um, I will be on Triple J at 8am on Sunday. Only Gus. Because Gus from <laughs> Gus and Rick. Because, because you drew the short straw. The shortest and the worst of all straws. I can't wait for the next thing that we have to do, which is a solo thing, and I guarantee it'll be way worse than that. And I'm going to bite that bullet. <laughs> it'll be, hey, do you want to MC this weird thing for free in Russia? Oh, no. Enjoy that shit. No. That's it. That's all we've got time for. We'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers.